Can this thing go any faster? Truman asked. Fuller floored it. The assassin led the police into a parking garage in downtown Oscarton, where he smashed the vet into the wall on the fourth floor, jumping out of the car just before it impacted the wall. A man holding a bouquet of roses was unlocking his car nearby and watching the incredible events unfold. He dropped the roses and went running over, shouting out, Are you okay? Durstani spun around and mercilessly shot him. Next, he picked him up under the arms and dragged him into the car, throwing him behind the wheel. He used his remote and detonated the bomb in the trunk, seated next to the nitrous tank, shattering all the glass in every car on that floor and sending a massive gasoline and nitrous fireball of 50 feet in all directions. Suffocating billows of black smoke and shrapnel filled the entire floor. The trunk lid flew through the air and smashed the windshield of the first police car as it exited the spiral ramp and entered the fourth floor parking level. The master of distraction took advantage of this, his crowning achievement, to run four floors down the stairs and leave by a back exit. He grabbed his waiting speed bike from a nearby alley and headed to the rooftop of the apartment building adjacent to Fuller's, where he had previously planted the SR-25 across from Fuller's bedroom window. Back in the parking garage, the fire department arrived and doused the raging fire. Though it utterly destroyed the Corvette, they were able to find partial remains of the body in the driver's seat when the police were allowed on the scene. They began searching the perimeter for any clues that might have escaped the explosion. Mark Truman called Alexa from the scene, but she didn't answer. Then Fuller tried calling Buford. He picked up but had been injured. His voice weakly trailed off moments after he answered the phone. Gother called out from across the garage. I think I found something. It's a wallet, Truman shouted back. Get that bagged as evidence. We're going after Alexa. And with that, he and Fuller raced off to Fuller's apartment. Sandy ordered all the police to follow them, leaving only the forensics team behind to gather and bag evidence. Mark and Sandy arrived at her apartment complex with multiple squad cars trailing close behind to find bullets flying across the rooftops in a feverish shootout between Alexa and an assailant. Alexa was firing on him and hiding as well as she could while she put in a call to Fuller. Hurry, he's on the roof of the building across from your complex, Fuller. Be careful, he's got a sniper rifle. Buford's down, he died protecting me. I can't hold him long. I've only got my Glock and Buford's pistol. Hurry, I'm running out of ammo. We're almost there. Hang tight. Fuller could feel the heat rising in her temples. No one's hurting you, Sylvan. No one. To protect herself and even the odds, Alexa stayed behind the rooftop wall and held up her makeup mirror to locate the assassin. Within moments, the mirror was shot out of her hands, but not before she was able to pinpoint his location. From their rooftops, they could both hear the police coming. On his rooftop, Durstani could see the cops as they arrived. He repositioned his rifle and fired, putting two shots into Fuller's engine block. And as Sandy Fuller immediately put it into reverse and backed the car around the corner, he focused on disabling the other two vehicles. Durstani was determined, and for one split second he remained standing, leaving his flank open and unprotected, forgetting exactly whom he was after. And at that precise moment... Alexa jumped up from behind the brick wall, steadied herself against it, and shot. Durstani was brought down with her Glock, a remarkable feat, but Alexa didn't let down her guard. She thought that maybe by a miracle she had killed him, but what she couldn't see was the assassin dropping down out of sight and clutching his shoulder. 
She got him in the left shoulder, close enough to his heart to cause him to panic. He crawled to the stairwell and was escaping down the stairs. Soon both his hands were covered by blood, and as he tried to grasp the stair railing, his grip slipped and he tumbled down the last few steps. Weakly rising to his feet, he could hear a door opening just above him, and then the roof hatch opening and voices shouting. He quietly made it to the car he'd stolen only minutes before. No time to waste. He needed immediate help. Leaving the lights off, he squealed out of the alley. It was then that he realized he lost the rifle in the fall. Concurrently, Alexa was running down the stairs from Sandy's rooftop and again called her. Not knowing Sandy had just reached the bottom of the stairs leading up to the rooftop where Durstani had been. Fuller, I got him. You distracted him with your squad cars just long enough for me to get a shot off. He won't be bothering you anymore.